0: Welcome to a very special episode of the Dental Assisting Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. So glad that you have joined us for what is our 250th episode. So we are excited to be here. And you know, when I was looking ahead to the calendar and I said, we need to find somebody that's going to bring a topic that's worthy of 250. And that is Dr. Laura Brenner. Dr. Brenner, how are you today?
1: I am great, Kevin. Thanks for having me, and congratulations on 250 episodes. That's incredible.
0: Thanks. We are we love bringing information to dental assistants from experts out there like you, and, and this is going to be something that I think a lot of dental assistants are going to take away some, some really good information from. It's going to help them have a better day, and that's what we're all about here at the DA Nation podcast. Before we dive in, I want to make sure our listeners know a little bit about you.
1: Yeah. So I am a recovering dentist, I call myself. I practiced dentistry for 10 years and I became so burnt out that I just thought I hated dentistry. So I thought the only option for me was to quit. So after 10 years of practicing dentistry, I quit. And it's actually been 10 years since I've been out of clinical practice. Um, I... I left to start a weight loss coaching business so I completely left dentistry and through a series of events I started blogging and I one day saw a blog post that was titled 10 Reasons Your Dentist Probably Hates You Too and I thought, (laughs) you know what, this deserves a response. (laughs) Nice.
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: So I replied to the blogger with my response titled 10 Reasons Your Dentist Probably Hates You Too. No. sorry. Her post was 10 reasons I hate the dentist. That's
0: cool. <laughs> oh, right. Interesting. Okay. All like, that right.
1: doesn't sound right. Yeah. Her <laughs> post was 10 reasons I hate the dentist. And so I was like, well, you need to hear why your dentist probably hates you too. So, right? Like we we have feelings too. So I wrote that blog Absolutely. post and it went viral. And I started connecting with other dental professionals, all different types, dentists, hygienists, assistants. Spouses of dentists, parents of dentists, who just were so excited by it, and um, that really reignited my spark with getting back into help dental professionals work through um, really like challenges in their careers, which eventually led to working with burnout.
0: And and I'm glad that it eventually led, you, led, I should say, eventually led you to this podcast because uh, I'm really excited because I know. I will tell you, since, since COVID, uh, I've talked to so many assistants who kind of felt like you. They're just like, I don't know that I can do this anymore. And what was kind of the point where you really realized it wasn't just having a bad day or whatever, but it was burnout? Wh- when did you really realize?
1: Ooh, that? I love that question because I didn't realize I was burnt out. So I started in practice in 2001 and I practiced for three years. And so in 2004, I was like, I hate what I'm doing. I don't like this. This isn't working out for me. And at the time, think back to 2004. No one was talking about burnout really anywhere. And so I just thought that I didn't like what I did. And I fast forward to 2020. When I had gotten back into dentistry, I was doing a talk for a big regional dental convention here in Colorado on burnout. I started researching burnout and I realized that every sign and symptom of burnout was exactly what I felt when I was in practice and just thought I hated it. Hmm. It It's kind of interesting because I do wonder if I knew at the time that it was burnout, could I have, I have created a solution that would have saved my career
0: and see you're a step ahead of me because honestly that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you because we are facing such a hiring crisis in dentistry today. We I I know personally of so many assistants who are no longer assistants because covid hit things changed they realized that this wasn't for them and I wonder the same thing if they had had the proper coaching on what burnout is and how to deal with it would they have really left the industry. You know and and that's where I'm coming to you, saying what What do we do for these team members who may be sitting there today, going, Yeah, I'm not in love with this anymore.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I think the biggest challenge. I'm really excited to get to talk to dental assistants because I don't get to talk to this group very often.
0: And well, the floor is yours, man. Today. You
1: guys work so hard, and 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 there's some stuff that you have to deal with that isn't so pretty. And you think about the dental office, everyone, well, not everyone, but in certain practices, everyone's burnt out. From the dentist, to the, like at every position in the office, everyone's burnt out, but no one can really share that or talk about it because you have to put, put up this facade and this front that everything's okay. And so, you know, really it affects everyone around you. But I think it's really important to differentiate this is sort of something I've noticed because I burn myself out now sometimes in my work. I love what I do and I work so hard that I end up getting burnt out quite often. And so I had this experience of seeing what burnout really feels like when you love what you do. So I, I put it into two different categories and I think it's really important to differentiate. Are you burnt out and you love or like what you do? Or are you burned out and you actually don't like what you do? Hmm. Because there are different solutions to each category. And if you're in the category where you're burnt out and what and you love what you do, I may be jumping ahead of you now with
0: no, you're, you're fine. The floor is yours. this is great. <laughs> no, it's all good. But, the,
1: but you know in dentistry, it's always about we have to find the diagnosis before we can come up with the right treatment plan right? Mm -hmm. And same thing with this burnout. So if your burnout diagnosis is that you are burnt out and you love what you do, there's a treatment plan that you should follow. That is getting support, taking breaks, taking vacations, self-care, you know, all the things that allow you to draw boundaries and take care of yourself and get that rest. I think about going on a vacation. When you go on a vacation and you come back and you feel refreshed, That works for the person who loves the work that they do. But if you try to do that treatment plan and you're one of the dental professionals who doesn't like your work, you go on that vacation and you feel worse coming back because you're dreading coming back. So the self-care works. It works while you're in yoga class, but the minute you leave yoga class, you feel it again. It, it just isn't sustainable. So for people who are burned out and don't really like what they do anymore, it's just time to get real.
0: And and I love that because I, I think you, you hit a key point a minute ago, boundaries. Because I know so often that the dental assistant, you know, and many that I've talked to, including at the Rocky Mountain, uh, you know, dental conference, they, they come back to the practice then they go home and they're still taking things from the practice home with them. Frustrations, anxiety, whatever it might be. And, and that's, I think one of the biggest things and correct me if I'm wrong, is trying to be able to say what happens at work, you leave at work and then you can flip over it and hopefully focus on family or free time or friends or whatever it might be. Absolutely. And those boundaries are so important
1: because I think they really come from a pop- They come from a place of care like they come from a positive intention it's because we care about our patients we care about our practice we care about our team and so we want everything to be great and so we think that if it's not when we go home it we have to carry that burden on our shoulders and that just burns us out even more so it's having boundaries and it's hard when you're in a practice where you don't get to make the rules
0: right true Exactly. And
1: that's an added element that creates more burnout. Um, But if you can find ways to draw certain boundaries, maybe it's from other people on the team, maybe it's from your patients, but even more so draw boundaries from your own brain and Mm. stop that worry spiral when you get home. (laughs) You know, it's like drawing a boundary for your own thinking right? Because it never serves us.
0: It's true. It doesn't. And, and I know if there's any kind of little something going on in the practice between a pair of team members, sometimes that goes home, sometimes that goes on social media, and it just seems like it, it feeds the the fire that doesn't do anything until you show up the next morning and then you're dreading the whole thing again. Absolutely. So I, one thing that I have seen uh, is that a lot of dental assistants um, it, it's become a very migratory thing. Dental, dental assistants move from practice to practice, chasing the the perfect scenario, the perfect situation. And, and as you just said a moment ago, we know dental assistants don't often set the culture or the, the tempo of the practice. You know, they're, they're very important to the practice, but it is the doctor's practice. So is it worth pursuing another practice or another career if you find as you said that real talk that you've hit that point where you're like I just don't love this anymore
1: yeah you know it all comes down to personal responsibility right and so I think if we could lean on dentists and practice owners to do better because so many of them are not treating their teams well like let's get real about that right that's their responsibility but also when you are an employee, a team member, you got to show up, right? And so if we can all take responsibility for how we do it, we could probably all make it better for everyone else. Um, but it is worth, if you're in a practice where you can't control things and you're, you're really sinking, you're just so unhappy, it's worth at least changing the practice. Uh, um, I used to talk a lot about, is it the job or is it the career? Cause that was the process I had to go through and I switched jobs several times. And finally on my third job in 10 years, which isn't that many, you know, I I'm like a dog. I'm so loyal. I stay at these practices for so long. I was always an associate. So I do have a sense of what it's like to not get to control the culture. Um, but that's the question is like, if you're trying different jobs, either it's you, something about you, or it's the career, right? Mm -hmm. If you've tried job after job after job and something's not working. And I think it could be a combination of us and the career. I like to be really careful um, to not say that it's always you, because I do think sometimes dentistry plays tricks on us. It makes us think we have to live our lives a certain way. It can lower our confidence, you know, even as dentists who, I mean, you guys would think, wow, dentists have hit the pinnacle of their lives, they've got these dream careers. I talk to so many dentists that are, they've lost so much confidence because they think they don't like people anymore, which is connected to burnout. They think that they don't do good work anymore. All these things that are connected to burnout are making them think there's something wrong with them, but it's actually their their environment or their career.
0: And I'm curious if, if a dental assistant's listening to this right now, they're going, I, I, I feel burned out. I, I'm not in love with this. Is it worth talking to somebody about it to really share those emotions or what, what's the best way to kind of deal with it in your mind?
1: Absolutely. My favorite quote, I'm sure you've heard of Brene Brown.
0: Oh yes. We absolutely.
1: all love Renee. So she, um, <laughs> researches shame and vulnerability and my favorite quote of hers is that isolation breeds shame. It's a three word quote. But when I heard that, I was like, Oh my gosh, this exactly described how I felt. Cause when I was so unhappy in my career, I felt so ashamed. I felt like a failure and it's because I had to keep it a secret. But the other thing she says is that empathy kills shame. So it's really important to surround yourself with people who can, validate what you're experiencing and then you can find solutions going through this alone is just it's hard to do
0: and is that people in the practice people in your social circle where do you find that that empathy
1: yeah i mean i think in certain situations if you can find it in your practice that's amazing because people need to know if you guys are working as a team it's helpful if 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 we know what someone's experiencing in their life, in their in their heads, in their lives, right, and then we can, because we are in the business of taking care of people, and that's not just patients. So hopefully, we can put that into use for our teams as well. <laughs>
0: It, and it's, it's such a great point. You know, we, we've talked so much about the oral systemic link in dentistry, and there's the whole mental side of things as well that I think doesn't get talked about enough, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've heard stories where people have been able to confide in their bosses or their team members and get a lot of empathy for it and find solutions. So that's cool if you can find solutions. But I think it's also great to connect with people who really get what you're going through. Uh, Maybe it's like, I have a Facebook group that is for dental professionals that um, who, who are burnt out, who are unhappy, who are looking for something more in their careers. And so seeing that, or even like reading my blog, I've had people tell me that it's helped them so much just to know that there's someone else out there. So talking to a coach or being a part of a community that allows you to safely have these discussions is really important too.
0: Well, Hey, you, you mentioned it. So please tell people what, what's the Facebook group. What's the blog, where do they learn more and kind of find this safe space if they need to find one?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my Facebook group is called dentist side gigs and it really started out just for dentists, but it's evolved into all sorts of dental professionals who are in it. So it's a, it's a great place because I dictate the, uh, the well, you know how Facebook can sometimes be a little bit yes.
0: <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. As a moderator, God bless you. That's exactly. I, say. So
1: I do not, I, I really make sure that everyone's very kind in there. Um, yes. And so I really monitor it closely. And it's really, because we're all in the same community, it's important. So that's my Facebook group called Dentist Side Gigs. My blog is called Lola Bees careercoaching.com. coaching.com. So uh, it's kind of like bumblebees, but Lola, Lola Lola bees. And yeah. it's, it's a goofy name. I know, but it's all about play, you know, creativity and playfulness. And um, the mascots, the bumblebee, the logos, the bumblebee and bumblebees are like social animals. They're very social creatures that need community. They work together. And they defy the odds because physiologically they're not supposed to fly and they can fly. So it kind That's of worked a, out.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. That's great. And, and I always love giving resources to assistants who are out there that think that there's, there's nobody who's been through this before, that they're out there on an Island. So it's really nice to know that there are resources out there for them to connect and, and maybe not feel so alone.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so important to do that. And, you know, by the way, my blog, my website started as my blog. So okay. if someone wants to go and look at that, um, I have years of blogging since two thousand eleven. Of blogging about my career change and then burnout and happiness and stuff like that. So there's a lot of material there that someone. I get emails sometimes that people are like caught awake till three, four a.m. in the morning. <laughs>
0: They've gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> exactly. <you> know, so. <laughs> so we're we're going to make sure to put a link to that uh, the blog and the website uh, in our show notes so that you, the listener, can find this very easily. And, you know, I, I just appreciate you being so open and honest about a subject that sometimes doesn't get talked about enough or we kind of keep over in the shadows because I think some people are even embarrassed to, to admit that they're struggling.
1: Yeah, we really need to bring more awareness to it so we can do what Brene Brown is telling us to do and have the empathy to kill that shame.
0: And, and I've got to tell you, uh, my wife is such a big Dr. Brene Brown fan, and she's actually going to be speaking at this year's ADA meeting uh, in Houston. We will be there on Podcast Row, so please come by Dental Assistant Nation, check us out on Podcast Row. We're going to be there for you, assistance. Uh, Dr. Dr. Brenner this has been great I really do appreciate it and like I said when I was looking for something to to uh, hit our 250th milestone I know so many dental assistants are struggling in their careers and struggling with feeling like uh, they don't belong they don't matter whatever it might be so I really appreciate you talking about this today
1: well thank you so much for having me and helping me spread the message because yep. we need to do it so I, I'm really grateful to be here
0: absolutely well we'll definitely have you back uh, you know, and who knows, we may run into each other uh, in the great state, you know, great state of Colorado somewhere along the way as well. You just can't ever tell.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you live here, right?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm north of, I'm north of Denver. So, you okay. know, see, the Colorado connections, folks, I'm telling you, there, there's a lot of good folks in the, here in the Centennial State. That so. is true. <laughs> but thanks to all of you for listening to this episode. We could not have gone 250 episodes without you. Listening to us, following us, uh, you know, your feedback. We always love to hear what you want us to tackle and what your struggles are. So, hey, reach out to us through the Ignite Dental Assistance Instagram account, uh, Ignite DA on Facebook. We are there and we're glad to bring experts in the industry like Dr. Brenner on. So until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA and the host of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast reminding you, as always, together we rise.